That's a Chris move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to another edition of the Views from the Friend Zone podcast. It's your boy, Real Talk Mall. Who I got in the building with me? Sensei. Back again. What's up, peoples? I shall not tell a lie. It's your boy, Cliff Brock Bernard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, this was an exciting weekend. You know, I'm no snitch, but I witnessed a crime last night. <laughs> and I got a report that Triple G was robbed. In broad daylight, man. How you guys feel about that fight? That's facts. Um, earlier today when we was text messaging each other, I told you Triple G was gonna give him that work. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think yeah. he fought anybody serious before this fight, so I thought you know Canelo was gonna give him he some delivered. problems. He I must delivered. say it was a, it was a great fight. It I'm was, glad they both bought it. You know what I mean? You see, Triple G was walking him down. Canelo. He wasn't scared until he caught he caught one. I forgot what round it was, and he, he kind of paused like, "Whoa!" <laughs> he I, felt I that need power. To take some. It's crazy though because Triple G he don't look that strong. He almost looked like a guy who be That's drinking that, at the bar. It's that Russian strength. Yo, you ready to fight? <laughs> and he just walks into the ring. You know what I'm saying? But he's steady. Like he don't train he's like steady. that. But he's he was steady. crazy. He's steady. Yep. He look you know good. What I'm saying so. You know, we need a part two. We, we definitely, definitely need a part, part two. two. That yeah, draw yeah. was crazy though. One judge the had one it chick, one, 110, 118. 118. She was on the payroll. That she's was, on somebody's payroll. I think payroll. that was Delahoy's she's, aunt. She's a golden girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Girl, she's, right? she's a golden girl <laughs> in the Golden Boy production. Golden Productions. Boys Productions. Huh? Clean up bifocals, yeah. man. So, you know, we're supposed to have special guests. I think they're running a little late, but, we, you know, as always, we're going to have the show running. You know what I'm saying? And the first topic we're going to talk about is labels and lifestyles, right? So there's three traditional labels that I want us to discuss mm -hmm. and just like you know I want to know how important are these labels right because I feel like you know we get caught up with labeling we label people we label movements we label ideas and then we make it one size fit all and then kind of like you know live life according to that I'm gonna get a little more specific as we approach each of the labels right the first label that I want to talk about is the label a hoe right because you know, when you're younger, people are like, oh, she a hoe, don't mess with her. Oh, she a hoe, or this, that, and the other. You know, if a dude's a hoe, the dude's a man kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? And my, my question is, it's like, you know, we get so caught up with that label, the person being a hoe, and sometimes we have no hoe facts to back it up. <laughs> right? <facts. laughs> no, seriously, if a group of girls hang out with each other and they fall out with one girl, they can say she a hoe, she have this dude, she have that dude. And without any whole facts, now she's a hoe that label sticks to us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now for the rest of her life, especially if she runs in the same circles that she grew up in, now she has this dark reputation as a hoe, but this could be a good person. Mm. So my first question is, what is a hoe? Why do men care if a woman is a quote-unquote hoe and women are more accepting if they found out a man was a quote-unquote hoe? Well, that's the thing, the first part of that question. What is a hoe? Because exactly. you can be a promiscuous woman just mm -hmm. like you can be a promiscuous dude. Just because you're a promiscuous woman, it doesn't make you a hoe. I mean, we choose to go out there and smash who we want to smash. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be a week apart, a couple days apart, whatever. If we're not tied to anybody, you can sleep with whoever you want. Exactly. And just because a woman is a woman, she shouldn't be labeled any differently if she chooses to sleep with whatever she wants. If, if she don't have a man and she's not cheating on her man or her husband or whatever... I mean, she's no hoe. She's a woman who has a high sex drive. And know what she know. wants. Exactly. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm not judging that. You know, I think it's usually the other women who probably can't get the same D that this chick is getting is jealous. So they like, oh, she a hoe. She did this one and that one. When really they or, wanted or to get do this that one attention. and that one. That attention. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. It's jealousy. Like, like even, even Kim, like Kim Kardashian, right? You know, quote unquote, Kim Kardashian has this reputation as a hoe and People stuff like that. Hoe, yeah. But it's just like, you know, we don't know her bodies like that. We know a few celebrities that she might have messed with and have a past with. Mm-hmm. But I know females who call Kim Kardashian a hoe, and they got 150, 200 bodies under their belt. But they don't consider themselves a hoe. They consider themselves a woman who like what they want. So mm-hmm. what do you think about it, Cliff? Um, it, I, I think, like, when you older, the label of a hoe is kind of different. Because if you're single and you're, you're dating and you, you're having sex with different people... I mean, and you're protecting yourself. That's not a hoe. That's somebody who's trying to figure it out, what, right? And they only figure yeah. it out. But you might like sex. That that's yeah. true. That's what I'm saying. So because so, you're not in a relationship, you're not allowed to like when, sex. When you when you're younger, when I think when you're younger, like when you're 18, 18 years old, or like 18 to like 25 years old, and then you're just catching bodies, just to catch bodies. You're a hoe. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? When no no seriously, you're a hoe because now you don't have no standards. You're just playing the game. When you get when well, you trying to learn what you like, no, that, no, 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 no. So, so I, I got distracted for a second. You said what makes you a hoe? Makes you what makes you a hoe is if you're just taking bodies just to take it with no substance. You can take bodies, you can take bodies, but it gotta have substance to it. If if you fucking it's a dope show, right? <laughs> yeah. If you fucking all three of us, right, and you just doing it just to do it, you a hoe. But if you fucking listen, listen. If you fucking all three of us to say, you know what? I'm gonna make one of these guys my my boyfriend. I'm just trying to figure it out. Well, that's that the hoe in general. Because if you messing with no, if you nah, if you if you fucking with people who are boys, you know what I'm saying? But, you gonna be labeled a hoe. But, you can't do it in the same circle for what? No, that's, that's one of the rules. That's a fact. You yeah, can't do it in the same to circle. To me, I I don't know. It's like if she's up front and she like you know me and you. I ain't cuffing you. I'm feeling Cliff. I'm feeling Marv. You know what I'm saying? And I hang out with them when they want to hang out and shit like that. She, is she a hoe? Because she's doing it within circles. She's keeping it real. She's not hiding it. She's I just like, yo, listen. I like your crew. I like the energy. I like you know your what I'm crew. Saying? I do your crew. That's a hoe, bro. That's a hoe. You can't <laughs> do it in the same circles, man. So, so, so there's, bro, there's, so there's rules to the whole thing. To me, yeah. it's just like, you know what? It's a crazy thing like that. I'm on, I know so many dudes, right, who smashed, you know, this girl, then smashed her, her friend. friend and stuff like that. And, and I bet behind you they their call backs, him a hoe. Behind their backs. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But he's, a man, a man don't walk don't around with a badge it. of, a badge of disgrace it. Women get offended by it. We don't I mean, care. I, all right, my label of a hoe right n- right now, this time of age, as a grown man, is a little different than than, than the past, right? Before, maybe I thought a hoe was just because she's fucking everybody. She got a lot of bodies. I mean, every nobody, no no woman or man, no woman is really gonna tell you their car facts anyway, because their report might look <laughs> ugly. You see what I'm saying? The report, the, the report might look real ugly. So, wrong. so at this time and age, you can't really, if if she's known around the town. And, and uh, she got thirty bodies in. She's a hoe. But if she if thirty bodies is, is is not that high. Thirty bodies. For how old? Thirty how old are you? <laughs> thirty, 30 bodies. bodies. Thirty bodies more. <laughs> I'm not 30. even gonna ask y'all y'all resumes. 
But we both know. Oh, my shit is crazy. <laughs> we both Before know 30s, 30s light. is not as crazy as people may think. I'm a lover. Oh. I'm a lover. We, we both listen. know 30 is light for y'all. Anyway, what you book on? Hold on. <laughs> what I'm saying is, that's the thing. First of all, is, uh, when you're being promiscuous or hoish, um, I think the label comes by who many people know your business. You know what I'm saying? If you're having sex with multiple people, that's fine. But for one thing, it should be kept discreetly. You know what I mean? So you don't want everybody knowing your business. You should be the only one that know your bodies, really. Um, if the, everybody know who you did, when you did them, blah, 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 you're going to be labeled as a hoe just because too many people know your business. So a part of being not labeled a hoe is keeping your business on the low. You know what I mean? So discretion. Discretion. Discretion makes you not a hoe. I, I, to me, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Every time you, you, you deal with a female, you got to take whatever she tell you for face value. As a, fact. a female could have made fact. a whole town popping somewhere you never know. Have 500 bodies. You don't know that. You know what I'm saying? I know it. As soon as I see your lips, I know it. <laughs> Them lips don't contract the same. <laughs> but it's just like this. You fall in love with a female. You find out her resume was crazy. But mm. you love her. You guys build. You, mm. you know, you guys are building something. There's a good chemistry. The quote-unquote, the fact that she was considered a hoe, so now she's not a good woman to you no more because mm. of her past? Go ahead. Like I said, like, you know what? It, it, that, that's a tough question even to answer the label and, and categorize everything about a hoe as what is a hoe right now is because it's different now. Like, when before, I would look at a girl like, that's a hoe. But now, if, if I knew she had a lot of bodies, but if I was feeling like that and I was single, I wouldn't care because... At the end of the day, everybody got a pass. Yeah. It's just a matter of who wants to put it out there and who, you know what I'm saying? Put I don't, it out I there don't for really the, ask that kind of question, public. first of all. Yeah, that, know, that, I don't want to know your body count. I want to know, do you have videos? Because if you have a video out there, then we might have a problem. I don't <laughs> want there to be yeah, a video. So, so let, me ask, let me ask you a question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have y'all ever done videos? Nah, not that. And no, no, no videos have been saved. They're all deleted. No videos. I got none. <laughs> I probably have done a, uh, a video too in, in my uh, my ball playing college days long time ago in high school. So there so. is video out there, is what you're saying? Oh, I mean that's what, I mean that was before the past. I, I know, but they're out yeah. there. Yeah, I don't. My, wanna... my thing about it is, everybody in this day and age, the the lifetime um, of social not social media, but camera phones, smartphones, having a camera attached to your phone. Everybody got some kind of video out. It may not be distributed on a wide basis, but everybody got not a penis pic, that, a breast pic. Oh, well, I'm not talking about actual videos, but it, it, videos. Yo, but that I, all falls into the same <laughs> line of thing. And you could trust someone. You know what I'm saying? You could have yeah. been in a relationship with someone. You never thought they would turn sour, but they turned sour. Now yeah. they drop. You know, they leak your video like an episode of Power. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. What you going to do about that? That don't make that person a hoe because they did that thing with someone they thought that they loved. I ain't saying they make him a hoe. They just not somebody that I'm trying to deal with. I ain't, I'm not going to be out there walking around with my wifey and bros like, yo, check this out. Nah, B. I honestly. I don't want to see it. Honestly, the label hoe is different now these days because a lot of women are doing stuff undercover in public and. You got to You got to say men you, too. You men no. You put that pressure oh, yeah. on women, women and men too. You just got to you got to know what you want to accept. So, 
being a hoe is also no. You gotta know your your situation because some, it's she might be doing whole shit to me. That's not whole shit to another man, but vice versa, men or women. So you just gotta know which which one you what you can take from so, what she's doing right? so or what he's doing. Right? So before yeah. before we move on. This age-old question, can a hoe be turned into a housewife, and can a hoe make a good woman? I think, you know what, I'm going to get it. Um, I believe so. I believe, uh, I think hoes actually may make some of the best housewives for the simple fact that they got it out their system, <laughs> you know? Eventually, they're like, I just can't, I don't want to keep doing this with this one and that one, you know? So they settle down. Yeah. And they get it out their system and then they're like, you know, I'm gonna make this work here. And they're probably very experienced, so they'll do some things in the bedroom, you know what I mean? Be like, where you learn that at? Oh, I don't even ask that question. But, you know, I I say yes. I, that's, that's, that's what what I about you, Cliff? Um, I I think I think I'm agree with uh, Mike what you were saying, hundred percent. I think um a whole definitely could make a good housewife because they got it out of their system and they already got that experience. You know what I'm saying? So when you're dealing with like that, you're dealing with a seasoned veteran, right? You, you sometimes you don't want to deal with the rookie. I'd rather deal with some listen, I'd rather deal with a seasoned veteran that said, you know what, I did all that. I, I got it out of my system. Then you find out you got that rookie, he still wanna play the game. Or or female sure. still wanna play the game. You don't when you when you when you gotta figure it out, it's difficult. But if somebody already got the experience, I'm cool with that. I, I'd rather experience than from the beginning. What yeah, you think? Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think the whole whole thing. I think we. I still think we misuse that that terminology and that label yeah. with the whole. It's not a good word. We, we, we classify people as hoes, people who live their life, and people who's who's up front and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the woman is literally selling her vagina. You know what I'm saying? Out there. That the is a prostitute. That's a prostitute. And there's nothing wrong with that. You got to make a living. Yeah. But, but I think is, we we equate you know women promiscuous women as hoes and, and, and act you know. Act like they're prostituting themselves when they're out there having life experiences. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're enjoying it. They're not selling, doing it for work. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna move on to the next label. Now the next label is relationship, right? And I just think, to be honest with you, the whole way we view relationships, the terminology of relationships, I think is an outdated term or outdated lifestyle because mm-hmm. I feel so, so it's so many things going on creeping and cheating and stuff like that because people don't have open dialogue on what relationships are. People are people are more in situationships than actual relationships. Mm-hmm. And then recently this week Bow Wow dropped something and said, I don't want a relationship, I want a partnership and he gave all these good details about how he wants Somebody someone to build best with friend. best friend lover and stuff like that. But what he but described is what you would want, want in a, in a relationship. relationship. But he's saying how the term relationship is outdated. So my question is relationship. Sorry. Is the old school definition of a relationship holding us back from being happy? Can we be happy with someone and not be in a quote unquote relationship with them? Is it what's the old school definition? You're talking monogamy. Yeah. Okay. Monogamy, you know, it's um, it's it's considered, you know, an an agreement between two people on mm-hmm. on the basis of emotions, right? Okay. Yeah. So, because yeah. you know, relationships are all different. You know, what I'm saying there's friendship relationships, or you know, uh, what you call it, um, like benef- friends with benefits, things of that nature, and stuff like that. But relationships, are we too caught up with on what a relationship should be instead of just being happy? 
I mean, I'm gonna answer that question first. I think I think it's standard. I think relationships it makes things that that could be confused understand you know understand a good part of a relationship because I'm what I'm saying is if you don't tell the chick that or this older man vice versa that we're in a relationship or this is serious everybody's gonna use the thing like oh I didn't know I thought we were just chilling I didn't know what's going on and and it'll drag on mm-hmm. this time and age you gotta you gotta have that clarification and classified things because because you could be wasting a lot of time yeah. men and women so relationship is very very important to tell them listen this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to build something. I want a relationship with you, yeah. so you know you know your title in place. Because if a girl's not my girl and she know that I'm doing this, I'm doing that. What you call it? She can't get mad when stuff come up, and mm-hmm. I can't get mad when stuff mm-hmm. come up. So you 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 gotta use that category of relationship in the titles. I it's, think it's very important. It's all about the communication, right? Mm-hmm. There's different kinds of relationships. There's the monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You my girl, I'm your man, nobody else is coming into this circle. There's the, we have an open relationship. We together, you know, I respect you as my girl, you respect me as your man, but we can dibble-dabble, you know what I'm saying? As long as we respect each other, it ain't in each other's face, whatever, whatever. Or it's that we swingers, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's those kind of relationships. Mm-hmm. There's many kind of relationships. And, you know, marriage, that's on a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. But um, as long as the discussion is had, the conversation is had. Still we, a title. Still, still something. Yeah. I, 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 hey, we not, we not on that monogamy thing. We have a relationship. I love spending time with you. Yeah. Uh, we're good friends. We hang out together. We laugh. We joke. We drink. You know, um, I look out for you when I can. You look out for me when you can. Yeah. But you're not my girl. I'm not your man. You know, that's a relationship is a, a different kind. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's tough, right? Because I think we have a lot of bonds and connections out there and we vibe with different people. People some too pe- possessive. Some people, some people You're are mine. not- You're mine. Know, some people are not monogamous. Some people don't practice being a monogamous person mm-hmm. easily. Some people, some people love to the point where Freely. they don't want to be closed-minded. Some people love, love more than one person. You know what I'm saying? I'm a married person who's in a monogamous relationship, mm-hmm. but I understand the dynamic of people loving more than one person. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people get hurt because of the quote-unquote confines of what the relationship well, should it, be. Well, it gets hurt because the conversation is not had. So somebody's confused. You exactly. see what I'm saying? That's, exactly. That's what, that's what like Another saying. thing yeah. I want to say is like, you know, some people get complacent in the title of being in a relationship men and women like you know I'm in a relationship you know I gave you the quote unquote title of my wife my girlfriend mm-hmm. so that you should feel happy and good enough but I'm not doing the work that it takes to make that person happy mm-hmm. but I gave her the ring I gave her the title That's I gave her access to bad. my finances I gave her access to the opportunity that if things don't go right you know what it possibly is possibly had Listen. half of my stuff if we gonna equate it, let's equate it to sports, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a contract year. You know you're about to... Well, you have be, a player option or a be, team option. Listen, it's your last year. You're trying to get that big paper. You balling out. Yeah. You're doing whatever you can to let them know I'm worth the max deal, right? Mm-hmm. Now, some dudes get that max deal and they still ball out. They, you know, they LeBron James all day. Yeah. But then you got some... 
they was like, oh, <laughs> the season after they get that deal, <laughs> it's like, you know, I got paid, baby. I'm just shooting the shoot, you know? So, and that's what happens, I think, in, in relationships, even a lot of times in marriages, woman gets that ring or she get that title as wifey and she just like, jackpot, I'm good. You men know? too though We gotta We gotta we Yeah gotta we, we Okay got yeah to. men too men I put, so, It's not one too. way yeah. Men too But that that's the thing That's what And that, and that's where people say like You might know somebody Who been with his chick Say for like 10 years They've been rocking hard With each other Never got married Then all of a sudden She like nagging him I wanna get married I wanna get married He's like alright We get married And right? then they break up Less than a year later They done what happened? Because of the pressure of what of, happened of the term, the, the pressure of being married, the pressure of feeling like you know I have no options. I feel like when you had that month to month contract, too much security. When you're not locked into something, <laughs> you work harder, right? Because exactly. you know at any day you could be dropped. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Any, any, so when you're working month to month, any day they could call your number. You work hard to <laughs> make it to much, that next month. Too much security <laughs> makes people lackadaisical, it complacent. It's you know like it's mean? like having a ten day contract. Exactly. You're going to so go, you're gonna go, go hard, hard because you want that next 10-day contract, yeah, exactly. maybe that so, next full year. So that's year. why you tell them, you're like, listen, baby, I'm feeling you. You know what I mean? You got a lot of potential to you. You're looking good. You smell good. You know, you take care of me. But I'm not sure yet because I've seen some things, you know. So just, just keep doing what I'm you're doing. I'm keeping my options open, just, right? Just keep doing I'm, what you're doing. I'm so, ironing so, out. So, <laughs> so my thing, though, is without, on a serious note, without being that quote-unquote monogamous, that quote-unquote I'm only supposed to love you or be, you know, emotional, intimate with you. Mm-hmm. Does that pressure lead to relationships not lasting? Man. Because how many times people are dating? They're happy as hell. They like each other. They haven't really, <laughs> they haven't really <laughs> locked in with the title. They're having fun, and then someone gets antsy and just like, okay, what are we doing? What are what titles? Or, uh, or I'm going to use the example of woman because obviously I'm a man. I've only dated women. But a, a woman will feel, you know, man, you know, we're having a good time and stuff like that. But he's not claiming me. He's not giving me a title. So she's acting normal. Then all of a sudden she starts acting a little bit strange. Beyonce, Beyonce. Fuck the game up, yo. If you're happy, then you should put a ring on it. Fuck the game up. No, but my thing about it is... when that song comes (laughs) on. (laughs) But my thing about it is, can you be happy with someone without defining the nature of your relationship? Right? Because the show... Before, I'm sorry. The show Insecure, right? In the show Insecure, I love this show because it's a good show about black people and relationships. But the girl... One of the girls, Molly, she's messing with a married man... And the, and the married man told her, don't worry about it. Me and my wife have an open relationship. Mm-hmm. Which, she has no confirmation that they're really in an open relationship. And every time yeah. the wife's around, she's treated like a drink on the side, right? So, my thing about it is, the confinement of being in that quote-unquote monogamous relationship, does it allow, does it put... I don't Bro, want to listen, say expectations. Listen. No, what but it does d- but is does it, it makes create you, pressure. It definitely does, bro. I'm, I'm, when you dating somebody, y'all going out having a good time. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a lot of free love. It's no expectations. Y'all just doing what you do. When you sit down and have that conversation, whether you decide to, you know, just continue to date and enjoy each other's company, or then if you decide to claim each other, it's different. 
if y'all just gonna stay doing what you're doing, it's like, okay, I understand. If she's open to that, it's like, good. Oh, she's cool with this. I'm cool with this. We we having a good time. If she's like, you know, well, I'm looking to get into a relationship. Um, what are your intentions? That dumbass question. And you'd be <laughs> like, all right, well, you know, um, my intentions are to enjoy you and the time we spend together. Mm-hmm. And maybe it will grow into something at a later date. <laughs> I, 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 I got to answer that. It's, it's, it's important. The title thing is important because it's for security for both parties, right? Because if it, if it was up to men, we'd drag it. We'd drag it for years. Uh, some men wouldn't even get married. That is not true, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not true. You meet a woman and she's like, hold on. Knock no, you listen, off. Listen, listen, like, listen, listen. She's the one. Listen, you ain't going to drag listen, it. You're you going to claim listen, that. You're going to drag it. I, I, I got married a year in a day. Look, listen, from when, from I'm going to tell you. No, a year in three days. I think the security thing is very important because men and women, they'll drag it. Because now you're like, all right, I'm not ready for that. Ain't everything going good? Why are you always talking about that? You're just trying to mess up the dynamics of the relationship. This time and age, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about men and women, get that security. So that security is going to make the relationship last because what's going to happen in a month in, even if it's just good sex, you need to be like, you, for men or women, you can be like, okay, it was good sex. I can move on. He's not looking for that. Because there's no, there's no room to play games anymore. Especially when you're a doll. Because it'll drive for a long time. How many guys been with that woman or women for yeah, 10 years yeah. strong? He like, yo, that's my boo. That's my lady. She ain't going nowhere. It's 10 years. And then, you know what I mean? So the relationship is a, a level of security. A level of security. But that it makes, does put pressure. That it put does put pressure, pressure. But it makes you feel comfortable with both parties. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like this. I feel... The constraints of a relationship can put some pressure on it, but like you said, it provides security. But I also feel like you know, you have to you have to really know the person. Don't pressure someone into a relationship because you're never going to be happy with the results of a pressured relationship. It's always gonna be like, mm. well, I'm only here because I got pressured into mm. it. I don't, I don't know, I don't know necessarily. Well, no, because she did cheat. I was talking about I was thinking back To uh, one of my past relationships Early early on Yeah One of the loves of my life So, so, so let me She didn't like me at first. Hold on let me, let me get yeah. into this yeah. She didn't like me at first like that We was cool yeah. And I, I don't want to say I pressured her into it But I wore her down You know I, I That's the story of my life bro Friend zone more Move out of the friend zone Cause I wear I her not even down. wore her down Let me just say I wooed her There's nobody who no, ever, I wear her down Nobody who's ever Um Courted her the way I did, so that's what happened. Okay, you know. So I want to move on to the last topic of the labels and lifestyles topic. Okay. The last, you know, sub question and it's goals. Do we as people have the right vision of what goals are? Right, because you see on social media, you'll see somebody have like a wad of money. You know, he's in front of a car, and there's someone be like goals. Or you see a ratchet couple together. I mean, sometimes you see pictures of of, of Obama. And Michelle and people say goals. You know what I'm saying? But do we have the right, in this day and age of social media and flashiness, do we have the right idea of what goals are? Do we have realistic goals? Because you ask a kid sometimes, you know, what's their goals and stuff like that. A lot of times it's not tied to a career. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it's like, I'm trying to stunt on these people. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to get as money money as possible and stuff like that. You know, I'm I'm trying to, you know, ball out. And that's their goal. So do... We as a people, do we have the right vision of goals? Go ahead, go ahead. Um, 
I think I think a lot of us, especially the new generation, is confused what goals are because social media makes people look very better than what they are, right? Goals is about laying your foundation, building something, mm-hmm. building something so you could work towards it and be successful. Now these new generation they don't look at goals like that. Like you said, goals might be yo trying to get that new R A. I'm trying to get that made back. I'm trying to you know what? Yo, I got I gotta get this house. I gotta you know I gotta do this. I'm I'm trapping. The only reason why I'm trapping because I gotta see a million dollars and this is the only way I'm gonna do it. They, so, the goals so why are don't confused. we have foundation goals? Goals because where it's just like you know what it's it gonna is? build our legacy. You know I'm big is? on legacy. You know what it is? Is I'm not just knocking on a new generation. A lot of people nowadays with the new generation they don't listen to older people. They don't they don't listen to people who got the experience to understand what their goal should be. Your goal should be at my goal at thirty two ain't the same at twenty one. At my goal at twenty one, tw- my goal at twenty uh, eighteen to twenty one, whatever. I'm right. trying to I'm trying to do whatever it takes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My goal at thirty two, I'm like, hold on. I'm a family man. I want to lay my foundation. I want to build for my daughter, for her future. Mm-hmm. So at, it all it, it's in different branches and different stages. And it's all about experience. It's listening to older people can set a good goal. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be able to take criticism and understand what's going on. Now these new generations, they see videos, they see this. When you're telling them something and he got more money in his pocket than you, he's not listening to you. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Yeah. What you do know? you feel about goals? My, my, my thing is a little different than y'all because I feel like I'm not saying they have it figured out, this new generation or whatever, but th- I believe I like their ambition more so than what we were taught in the past. I, I have somewhat of an entrepreneurial mind state, even though, you know, I work a job, I've worked multiple jobs, you know, working for others instead of, you know, working for myself. Yeah. But when I talk to the younger people, they want to do this, they that. I, when they talk that, I want to stunt on them. Yeah, that's ignorant because what are you stunting? You're stunting, you're doing it for other people or you're doing mm-hmm. it for yourself. Yeah. But when they say, you know, I want to do this, I want to do that, and it's all about being their own boss, Working their own angles If they got ambition to be an artist You know, entertainment, whatever they, They're they thinking about a lifestyle Where they don't have to Just report to a 9 to 5 Or they have to, you know uh, Basically Bow down to somebody else And call them boss, supervisor, whatever They want to do their own thing It's an entrepreneurial mind state So I can support that Like I even have talks with my daughter You know, she wanted to own her own nail salon um, what else did she want to do? She was in like fashion design or whatever. But I always told her, I was like, that's great. Now, you know, I was like, don't you don't want to work in the nail salon? You want to own it, okay? Mm-hmm. You want to be somebody who people call boss. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you can do that, but you got to get your education or whatever, and you got to be willing to put that work in. But I like that mind state because I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with wanting to get a job, wanting to work on a police force, the fire department. Medics, whatever we need those too, but um, when you're willing to put yourself out there and say, "I don't want to just go to a job," because there's a lot more security in working I a regular job than being an yeah. entrepreneur. Yeah. Exactly, I yeah. want to create jobs. I want to help others. You know, or I just, I just don't want to have to call nobody boss. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Dame Dash. Exactly. I, I, I appreciate you know, that. I'm gonna wrap up the topic saying I do feel like I agree with both of you guys, right? Because in a sense. Sometimes our vision, especially our younger generation, on what goals are is a little bit, you know, swayed towards just the 
finances or or, yeah. or, or the the pretty shining sparkling things and not necessarily yeah. it should be legacy. about happiness honestly but i do it should also be about see the happiness a lot of boss mentality where it's just like kids because they seem young kids like them get ritual for apps ritual for un- so unconditional ways to make money and succeed this, yeah. this day and age that wasn't available say exactly. 20 years ago because our, so our, our, our parents generation would tell us like go get your college degree so you could work at a good ass job and retire with a good ass pension mm-hmm. and we realized with the way that the economy is set up that Good ass pensions don't exist anymore. Good ass jobs, you could be qualified for a job today and then tomorrow they decide they don't need that job anymore. Mm-hmm. So we do have to have the mindset of building our own businesses, building our own careers and necessarily have that focus. But at the same time, we definitely need to take a step back on the shining for the gram. It's not it's nothing wrong with it, right? Because everybody wants to feel happy and stuff. But our kids also need to realize, like, you know, that there's a if lot you of false gold out gram, there. Find out a way to make money off it. But Create a bling bling uh, coin process oh, where whole, if you shine the most of your my coins. Whole thing, yeah. My whole thing, what I'm, I'm saying about that. the whole gold, because social media, I have somebody 13 become 32 in, in two weeks. Because mm. somebody 13 year old, he'll see a social media, he'll see a, a video, and now he's smoking weed, he's doing grown man stuff. He's, yeah. he, he got the burner. He like, listen, oh, I got beef. I'm going to shoot this dude now. That's yeah. why you got to be careful. With the whole, or how you how you set your foundation and you lay your goals and how you talk to the youth about their goals. Yeah, that's about yeah. Because upbringing. It's, it's, it's upbringing, upbringing. upbringing. So, so it's important. So I'm gonna move on to the next topic. So I'm gonna skip over the topic that I wanted to talk about, which which is black content, because I wanted the guests to be able to contribute towards that, and there obviously must have been some miscommunication, but they're not mm-hmm. here. So I'm going to jump to this topic called role models, right? Because it kind of plays off of the goals we okay. were just talking so about, just right? Yeah. And so then, you know, growing up, right, it was a big drama with Charles Barkley and some athletes saying, listen, I'm a professional athlete. I'm not a role model. Teachers, doctors, firemen, policemen, those should be role models. Me, I'm just an athlete. I play a game for a living, which is kind of true. But when you have a platform and you're making millions of dollars, and your dollars are driven by the support of who? Fans, support of people. So my question is, besides for parents, should our kids have any other role models? Mm, besides from parents? Yeah. Mm, I don't know how I necessarily feel about that, because I feel like the parents because are, you, the, are the main role models. Yes. But there are a lot of situations where the parents are not available. You know, whether it's one not available or some children don't have neither of their parents. Um, so they have to look on other avenues. To, to further solidify my question, I feel like parents are the only ones who are obligated to be the role model to their kids. Mm-hmm. Obligation. I would agree to now, that. Now, kids yeah. have the perspective to view different to different platforms, different things to say, yeah. you know what, I want to follow in that path and create and make them become role models. Like when yeah. I was really, really young, I had two odd role models. I don't want to say odd, but different. I want to be um, Thurgood Marshall. I like Thurgood Marshall. That's and then Langston Hughes as the poetic side because okay. I used to write poetry a lot. But you know, I, you know, those were the historical, we learned the black history. We learned about the, you know, yeah. their mark 
in the world, and that's kind of role models. But nowadays, so yeah, nobody nowadays Kim Kardashian is a no. big role model. No, no, no. Amber Rose is a big role model. Whether you whether you want to agree or not, okay. Black yes. China is a role model. Whether she not, wants to agree or not, they're not obligated. They're not obligated. They're not obligated. Like you said, the only people that are obligated to be role models is parents. Our parents. Yeah. The others, just because you're on TV, you don't got to be a role model. Be whoever you want to be. If they want to put the camera on you and you're going to get paid, get your money. But who, you letting your children watch that? No, but then you, you, you're encouraging this to a be role, a role model. Listen, a role model, like you said, parents, definitely, right? A role model's, role model's got to set example, right? So if your kid come to you and say, Dad, if my daughter comes to me and say, Dad, you're not my role model, I'm going to say, that's fine. But whoever's your role model is, you gotta, you gotta, learn, you gotta lead by her good example. She gotta be doing something positive to you that's gonna help you out in the future. It gotta. Don't, don't it gotta get it something. twisted. Kim Kardashian, Amber Rose, Black China. I don't necessarily would want my nieces to say that's their role model. But one aspect of all three of them is they use the. The platform the that they gain that they to become entrepreneurs, to, to become brands, to make money off of the, the, the spotlight. You don't have to support everything they do or exactly. everything they say. You know, I wouldn't want my daughter necessarily to follow behind somebody who had a sex tape out. And most people believe that's how she became famous. But the rest of what she did from that sex tape on, how she has made her family millionaires. You know and what I'm saying? What? The way she has, you kind of gotta respect that. You kind of gotta respect that. Because listen, listen. People say, "Oh, it's because of sex tape." The sex tape led to one thing, right? Led to it might have put her in that. She took it. It, it might have put in the spotlight. She took it and ran with it. And also, if if it's that easy, then everybody could come out with a sex tape. Yeah, because Mimi put out a sex tape with the shower, the shower pole, and stuff like that. It didn't take off. A role, listen. A role model should be somebody who's gonna set examples. And, and lead that person to do good for the youth, right? Mm -hmm. So if, if you have a kid, or even if you don't have a kid, but you have somebody that's close to you and it says he wants to have a good role model, you want to tell him, listen, you want to have somebody that's going to lead you to a good, good life for your future and set examples. You can't follow somebody that's, that's, that's doing negative stuff. So, you know, it, it kind of, my second question kind of plays off because I obviously I didn't think of, necessarily mentioning the three females that we mentioned but there's guys as well do um do reality tv stars have any responsibility to be role models since they're on a big platform right because um the loving hip-hop stars loving the, the housewives and stuff like that they have a huge platform should they be responsible because we're drawing attention to them for them to be ratchet. Like the ratchetness of it, it draws our attention. That's definitely. But do true. they have any responsibility they to be have, role models? No. When they when they, listen, love and hip hop, real housewives, love um basketball, all the all those basketball. What is it? Basketball, basketball LA, wives, basketball wives, which of different locations. Ballers, Do, those are those when when they got the show, they're acting. When they're acting. Role model, they're acting. You gotta, you gotta know how to separate someone, somebody's acting and being real. You understand? That that they just, they just acting. But if they in, in when they're in the public eye, when they in publicly, of their own situation, yeah, they got, they got responsibility. But when they're doing the show, it's, it's so, it's like there's no different from a soap opera. It's entertainment. entertainment. 
It's all entertain. It's like it's like wrestling. It's the same thing. That's yeah. the thing. The so, things that we see on so, regular shows. But when you say you brought up wrestling, don't hold that thought. Yeah. John Cena is a, a big role model. Mm-hmm. The Rock is a big no, role model. No, no, definitely. But that that that's true. But it got to be classifications. Love and hip hop and all the reality TV shows. They're actors. They're acting. They're, they're, it's entertainment purposes. If they are in the public doing negative stuff, what you call it, then then they got to be held accountable. But when they're on screen, it's all for ratings. You can't hold them accountable while they're on screen because that's how they get paid and that's how they provide for yeah. their family. That's so you got to separate the two and also tell whoever thinks they're their role model, if they ask the questions, what's the difference? I would say just like any other, I think people get confused because they put reality in front of it. Say it's reality TV also. This is them. This is real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is, oh, how they living, whatever, whatever. Nah, there's some magic tricks to that. You know, it's on TV, mm-hmm. so it's about entertainment. Everything yeah. on TV is about entertainment. So unless you believe in, on, on the scripted shows, that these people are exactly the way that they are yeah. when they're acting, then you can't, you can't believe that everybody on these reality shows is exactly the way that they're acting. Or they live in a lifestyle that they, you know, see. It's not I, factual. I think... The kids and, you know, people need to realize reality TV is, quote-unquote, they're not rehearsed lines, but they're scripted situations. The so scenarios they are set up. These people would not be where they're at at the time in which they're at around people who they don't care for if it wasn't set up that way. So that's the setup part. What's said in the midst of that... That's entertainment. You know? So, it's it's yeah. entertainment. So... so you know, role models obviously in this day and age because of you know the platform of social media and different TVs and televisions, we kind of grasp at different people that we like and quote unquote make them role models inadvertently, especially the kids. You know, especially the kids, they see someone and they kind of mimic them and they want to be a role model. So, my last question on this topic is. Is it important to align yourself with a mentor in the field that you want to grow in? I feel like mentorship is a lost art. We don't really hear about mentors anymore. You know, Big Brother, Big Sister program, I never partook in it because I had my own Big Brother, Big Sister. It's something that I look to want to do in the future. But I feel like our kids don't have mentors anymore, so they kind of go out their own. And whatever excites them, they choose to make these people role models. But we need to introduce more mentors into these kids' lives, people who are professionals in particular fields, and let them know, like, you know what, this is a pretty awesome... Like, I always see when I watch TV, kids have career days where their parents come in and explain what they did at these good schools. I never had that in none of the schools that I went to. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I went to school... All my... All my elementary school, junior high school, and high school were kind of... The hood school. We did that upstate. I went to my son's school and spoke. Before. See, and I'm glad to hear that. But I feel like inner city schools don't really do that. Yeah, that's right. That's real. You know what I'm saying? I don't know anybody in a, who goes to school in, in New York City who's had that. I went to no. I went to my daughter's too. I did both. My oldest public school or, and my or, oldest or, or is it Catholic school? My old my son's is a public school, but my but daughter's not in the was New a, York. It's not no public down school in here in the city. Yeah. My daughter, her school was a Catholic school when yeah. we did that. I feel like so, public school, which the more, more more kids are in public school than in Catholic and private yeah. schools. I feel those kids who are exposed to the quote-unquote default education get, of your environments don't get introduced to mentors. Yeah, getting back to that, 
I honestly would want to be a mentor, but I'm still going through my trials and tribulations, so it's hard. <laughs> you know, when I would tell my protege, I would just be like, listen, bro, learn from my mistakes. <laughs> so you no, sound more like Scared Straight. Like, remember we went to Scared Straight yeah. in, in elementary school. We went to the prisons. No, scared yeah. Straight is 80, real. They, they took us to there. That's real. That's uh, the elementorship you I'll, need. I'll, you know, going to, <laughs> it didn't work. Yeah, I ended up in the bank now. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> if you went to junior high school seventy two, you there saw the mentorship. You know how it's to, a different kind how, of schedule. How thing. to stay away? But no, nah, I would believe that mentorship is very important, and um, it can definitely help shape, you know, a youth who is not sure of a lot of things, or especially teenagers. You got a lot of stuff going on. I understand. It's a lot of things going on in your head what you want to do, what you don't want to do, what you're unsure of, your parents don't understand, whatever. So if you can find somebody outside of your family, essentially, to be a mentor, and it can be a family member, but as I think it would be a little more productive if it's someone outside the family, um, I would definitely do that. And I wish I would have did that um, when I was a little younger. Now, I probably could use a mentor now, and I'm all okay. <laughs> no, but I was going to say... <laughs> I was gonna say no. To be honest, as, as even though that was funny, I, on, a, on a more realistic, let me just say okay. this real quick. On a more realistic basis, I would need a mentor who's an entrepreneur. Yeah. I need an entrepreneur to show me how they went about, you know, arriving to run their own business. Because I want to run my own business. I have so many ideas, but sometimes you have so many ideas and not enough finite. Okay, this is definitely what I want to do. That you yeah. kind of. You, you prohibit yourself from going in there because you're like, I want to do this, I want to do that. But to focus. have entrepreneurial mentors who's just like, this is what you need to do. What do you this really want to do? This is just specialization. Yeah. I feel like, to be honest with you, we need more entrepreneurs to be mentors to the kids. And it could be beneficial for both parties. It's yeah. beneficial to the kids because they learn outside of the normal, you know, doctor, lawyer, engineer, policeman, teacher. They, they learn the other side of, you know, being a business person and how that could be a career. And at the mm -hmm. same time, these entrepreneurs, if they start mentorship programs, they can train future employees. They can yeah. get these employees to learn the skills that they need for their business. Mm -hmm. So it works hand in hand. What was you going to say? Um, Big brother programs and mentorship is, is very important for the youth and just in, in general, right? But, you know, right now it's about being aggressive of certain situations, right? So, I think having a mentor is is like you said. I wish I have a mentor. I didn't, even at this time and age, because sometimes yeah. you just confuse of what you want to do and you don't know how to do it. Yeah. Sometimes you need just need that advice. A mentor don't have to be a basketball player, um, a lawyer, or some what you call it, a football player. A mentor could be your pastor. Sometimes you could just, you just could reach out somebody, somebody you could reach out, respect. respect. You could take yeah. the good advice. And then use it to whatever help you need. So, you know, it's, it's like, I, honestly, you're right, though. We do need that. We do need people to come and just help people out when they, when they need. Because a lot of people are going through stuff when they just don't know because they don't have that opportunity. I, I also feel like we need mentors. So also for kids to start thinking outside of the box, mm -hmm. right? Because the people who had the most influence... I feel nowadays are the people who's just like, you know what? They saw something and they said, you know what? I'm going to tackle that issue in a different way. Mm -hmm. And we need to teach our kids more 
to think that way because our the generation before us taught us, like I said, follow this path, to think a certain way, get this career. Yeah. Hopefully to come stay with that company for 20, 30 years and just and go to no, next step. It's not their fault. It's just they weren't uh, used to what is available now in this day and age. Because so the they internet makes you open not, to so you many know, different they things. They know a certain thing. They know a certain way of going about things. And that's the path that they followed. But things have changed. There's multiple ways now to be successful. You know, education is always the key. I don't care if you don't graduate from high school, if you don't go to college, that doesn't mean you don't educate yourself. You know, you can educate yourself in many different ways, but you have to learn um, multiple things to be successful. You have to learn how to deal with people. You know, you have to learn how to, um, if you're going to be in business, you have to learn how business works. You have to learn finances and all the other things, whatever it is you want to tackle. Um, you got to learn what the mistakes people have made in the past doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Learn from others' mistakes. That's a key in life. And that took me a long time to learn. You, that it's better to let somebody else fail at it and, and you learn from it than you fail at it. I think to sum it up, like mentorship, I think you got to be a willing listener and accept it. Mm-hmm. You know, a mm-hmm. willing listener to accept it is whether you're going to take the advice that somebody's trying to mentor you because kid, the thing about it is and you gotta show you gotta, you gotta lead by example by showing them the way you can't just tell somebody alright this is how you gonna run a business you gotta do this, this way do this whatever you gotta sometimes you gotta break it down to what you gotta well and you have to have some level of success a level not, not even this level of success yeah. you gotta even if you fail even if you fail no. you gotta you gotta tell them how you went about it because some kids would be like, man, you, how you going to be my mentor? I got more money in my pocket than you want. That's what I mean. You <laughs> like, have to listen, have some level of you success. Might, you might find, you yeah, find it hard to have listen to, have to somebody game who hasn't had you any gotta success. You got to have a game, a game plan. plan. A vision, right? Because yeah. I feel too many times, like money, like you could be the trapper of the year <laughs> and have 300, 400,000 clean cash in your, in your, not even your bank account because yeah. you gotta you gotta in prove where that money come yeah, from. Yeah. But in your stash, are you twenty one, so you can't hear nothing about it. But even even that kid needs an exit strategy, right? Mm-hmm. Not saying that I'm a proponent of you hustling and then, you know, that's the way to success. But you have to have an exit strategy. I think, as men of a certain age, women of a certain age, we also need to let these kids know that look, okay, this is the route that we went. We achieve a certain amount of success, but I see bigger for you. And help these kids start thinking outside the box. I would the definitely want to do that. But yeah. I feel, honestly, I feel somewhat <laughs> hypocritical. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? No, no, it's not about a hypocrite. I'm not laughing at you personally because right now, you right now physically, you don't feel like you're in the right space to do that. No, yeah. You know, I, feel, I feel a little you, hypocritical, but I feel like <laughs> I could be a great mentor to some youth yeah. because I feel yeah. like the knowledge that I have from the experience that I have in my life, I could part so much wisdom upon them. That's a you fact. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, they're going to be like, I hear what you're saying, bro. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, but, but, but I see what you, you, you know you going but, through this but, right now. But, but, I hear you. The backlash. That's why I said you gotta, you got listen. You gotta be able to set examples, and also when you set the examples, 
Show them the way. Yeah. Because if you don't show them the way, they just like I said, they come back to, yo, man, what's up with you, man? You're supposed to be my mentor. You're supposed to be my mentor. But these kids also need to realize that you know what? They might need shape their minds to be shaped to to not follow in the same footsteps as us as being right. Mm-hmm. We're all employed. We're all not in jail. We're all not addicted to stuff. I'm yeah. not saying that alone makes us good mentors, right? But I'm saying that's a start. But I'm saying that we have enough insight and experience yeah. to take a kid and say, look, you're not necessarily a product of our environment. Like we from mm-hmm. Southside, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All, all, all Southside. We grew up one. when we yeah. was younger. We grew up at the tail end of the Supreme Team exposure and stuff mm-hmm. like that. We grew up. Playing Chad, in the Chad park no. where it was crack mm-hmm. valves all over the all, yeah. all over the park and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. a different time and age. We had hoop dreams, you know. You know what I'm saying? We grew up where it's just like you could have chose to be in a gang or you chose to play ball or do something else kind of thing. But I say that to say this, we need we need to have these kids' minds like, look, what you have that we don't have is time. And you have mm. these kids are growing up with the internet. We grew up with AOL, slow dial-up and stuff like that, where the internet wasn't that vast to us. It's as we got into our teenage years yeah. and early 20s, but don't, don't the internet us became out, bro. We don't have as much time, but we got we time. We got time. We're still living. He like, yo, yo I Y'all turned this segment into like, some bitter. This segment is not a bitter, <laughs> bitter moment. Bro, we got time, yeah. too. Yeah, he we made us turn into 52 this yeah. quick. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, you know, Mentorship, like to be honest with you, I would love to sit down with an entrepreneur and spend time. And even as a grown adult, yeah, I would spend hours of my week working for an entrepreneur for free just so I could be able to shadow him and Take see what somewhere. he did. You know what I'm saying? But, even but, though I don't have time like that, I would do that because that's an investment mm-hmm. into my future. Mm-hmm. Kids kids also, especially in disadvantaged areas, need to see people like us, you know, we all have our college degrees, mm-hmm. we are working working people, and we need to, like, they need to see, like, okay, we're not millionaires, but at the same time, we're grinding out, and we're, yeah. we're pursuing futures, and they need to see that, okay, people like them from their neighborhoods are out trying to build something, and then work with them. Mm-hmm. Plus, the innovation, I just feel like these kids need to realize, like, okay, you know what? What problems they have, what, you know, shortcomings they see in their community, how could they bring solutions to these shortcomings and be the entrepreneur for their community? So this is, this is about Absolutely. the time where we will wrap up. So we want to do any shout-outs? Out, shout Damn, this show flew by. Yeah. Um, who I want to shout-out? I don't like nobody this week. I'm being negative. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The Ciroc that got you. You started nah, talking a little negative I, at the end. I'm shouting out all those who show me love and show support. And just those trying to do better. You know, if you're on your grind, if you're trying to be something that you're not, you're trying to get to a place, and you're not there right now, keep your head up. Keep pushing on. Don't let nobody tell you you can't do what you want to do. You know what I mean? I'm there for you. I support you. Those are the ones I want to shout out right now because I can relate to that. Um, you know, much love to all of y'all. And um, just keep pushing. Um, I want to shout out all my family and family and friends. And then also I want to um, say that 
you know, don't be scared to learn from others and ask questions, you know, because that's that's the way how you're going to make it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you're never too old to learn from somebody and you're never too young to take advice from somebody also. So just just work hard, mm-hmm. you know? I, I, I want to give a shout-out to everybody who's grinding out, you know, you're 30-plus and you realize it's not over. You know what I'm saying? You still got time <laughs> to be an entrepreneur. Time, you still got time still to reach goals. Time, I, I always tell people, chase a legacy over liabilities and stuff like that so that you can build the future and build the path. Mm-hmm. Just know that every path is not clean. Every path to success is not a straight line. You know, And also, you got to take the time out to big up yourself and give yourself props for not being where you were in the past. Mm-hmm. If you make some steps forward, it may, you may not be the millionaire yet. You may not be where you want to be, but keep pushing, keep yeah. driving. You know, I don't know what happened. It was a miscommunication with our potential guests from the so um, get them on from the time. web series, the professional chillers. So hopefully we can reach out, you know, follow up with them, and then have them on another time. I like the show. I was watching a couple episodes. We watched a couple episodes. So it's much love. You know what I'm saying? I I, sh- I always shout out black people doing their thing. Is you know yeah. some black people who came up with a good idea, and I love the fact that. As a people, we are now creating our own platform. We are now creating our own destination. We're not asking. We're, taking we're not waiting for the opportunity. We're not waiting for go the road. We're, we're not yeah. sitting there saying, you know what? Yeah. What's my big break? You got to go out there and create your own big breaks. And I'm happy about that because a lot of the, the shows that people are loving have African-American leading people, like how much crazy we are with power, how much crazy we are with scandal, Mm. how to get away with murder, Mm. Queen Sugar, a lot of these shows that have and have not. It's a lot of shows. got some ideas, bro. It's a lot of, it's our creativity being. We got a show coming soon that's so fire. It's so futuristic. Marv don't even know we got it coming. That's how futuristic. Okay. He's like, what are you talking about right now? No, but that's. I, I want us to continue to strive towards that. You know, I do want us to also to start thinking outside of the box. We're now mastering, you know, the hustle ideas, and then you know having success with slavery shows and drug dealing and that kind of drama. I want us to start moving on to like now being. Different. I want a black Game of Thrones. I want a black Walking Dead. I want a black commercial crossover Bruh, success. I don't want to be a zombie. Different, what that, different what is a black Walking Dead? But you know what I'm <laughs> saying? What where saying. <laughs> a black inspired show Successful. that also shows yeah, yeah. outside of the like controversy, but you know, everyday creativity. And I'm going to end on saying chase your legacy and not liabilities. Mm-hmm. You can stunt for the gram, but build for your family. Work for your last name. You for the friend zone. We'll be back next we week. Out. We out. Mm. Peace. We out. Oh, good show, fellas. Good show. What happened to them? He ain't texting me back.